Glory, glory, Sacramento. Hello and welcome to the 916 Republic podcast. Thanks for joining us today on what is a scorcher. We are we are in the summer, Nolan. It is official. It is 106 degrees out here in Vacaville, California, our hometown. Um, we're melting away, Nolan. Uh, do you like this weather? Would you pre- Do you prefer the cold, the heat? What do you like? That's a good question, Zach. And I've actually gotten some uh, some hate on uh, really? the, the, the uh, social media outlet called Strava for the uninitiated. It's like Instagram, but for runners uh, and bikers. You showed me this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you just like basically... It's your training log, but everyone sees it, and you're like, "Oh, I ran this fast, and I rode this hard, and I, you know, blah blah." blah. But like, I freaking love the heat. And yesterday and today, I ran at 1 p.m. in like you're stupid 99 degree weather, and some people were commenting like, "Oh, you like heat training, trying to make yourself tougher." I'm like, "No, I genuinely enjoy this. Like, just cutting through the like heat. You're feeling your body like move through it and just sweating, and like, I love it." So, I to answer your question, I love the heat. You love the heat. Yeah. I, I am from Michigan, mm. and in Michigan, it hits 90 degrees, and like the news is like, breaking news, <laughs> stay inside. It's 90 degrees outside. It is hot. Don't let your kids out. <laughs> don't leave. They, they, they always talk about the car thing. Like, yeah. Don't leave your pets or your children in the car. They always talk about <laughs> that. Um, so I'm not, I just can't. I've never gotten used to it. Yeah. I love the nine months of the year. That's like not this, yeah. you know, it's just three months out of the year that I live here and I'm like, oh, it's so hot. Yeah. It's just June, July, August. Really? It's really uh, just August. Those months. August is the worst. In my opinion. Yeah. And in the September, it starts getting better. So I love the cold, but it's still you're a hockey boy. I mean, yeah. Well, hopefully it cools off for the Sacramento's game against the Oakland Roots on Wednesday. Uh-huh. But in the meantime, we have some news to talk about. Yes, sir. Uh, for those who have not heard, all of Rafa Diaz, Shannon Gomez, and Carlton Belmar have been called into their respective national teams for World Cup qualifying. Um, Rafa Diaz, of course, representing the Dominican Republic, Shannon Gomez uh, representing Trinidad and Tobago, and Carlton Belmar representing, I'm totally going to, Granada, right? Granada, yeah, 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 yeah. it's Granada. Um, and so they're out, all out on international duty for the, at least the next 10 to 12 days. If their teams make it out of the groups, they yeah. could be gone even longer. I don't want to go through like the math of yeah. like, what could happen, what you know, whatever. It's, it's most likely not going to happen. Yeah, could happen, but most likely they won't. We'll know when we know. Yes, basically. and we will let you know. Yes, we'll let <laughs> you know in twelve days. Um, so that's awesome for them. Shannon Gomez in the post-match press conference on Saturday um, spoke a little bit about how honored he was to be, you know, called into the camp, especially coming off of the injuries he's had to deal with the past couple of years um, and the form he's found just this season, even though results haven't always gone Sacks way. Shannon Gomez has been a really um, solid player for the Republic. So really stoked for him. Wish him all the best uh, in world cup qualifiers. Stay healthy. All three of you gentlemen. Yes. Thank you so much yes, for representing the Republic and uh-huh. world cup qualifiers. Um, next we have a transition to, a serious topic and I don't want to dwell on this very long, but I do want to bring it to our attention and then move on through the news. There have been reports of continued uh, racist abuse and uh, homophobic slurs being used across USL matches um, dating back to April 30th 
in a game between Austin and the Real Monarchs. Um, and then even this past weekend, uh, there's been allegations that fans at New Mexico were racially abusing certain players for Loudoun United. Um, and like, this is just is not, and this is coming off of a weekend where Raheem Sterling and, um, and the fullback for Man City, who's I life, I love him. Um, uh, Kyle Walker yes. have received tons of racist abuse online after the Champions League final. Um, and like, as fans of the sport, as fans of the USL, like, we just cannot be okay with this. Um, it starts with checking ourselves when we get on Twitter, when we go to the stadium. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it starts with holding each other accountable when we hear things being said from the stands that are not okay. Um, you, you know, we need to call that out and put an end to it. So, yeah. um, you know, the USL can only do so many investigations and try to ban so many fans. Like, this doesn't change until we start to change so it starts with the individual it does and we've seen it in the nba a lot over through the playoffs i think what is probably happening i don't know for sure but i think this is probably stuff that's been going on for a long time it's just now coming to light which is a good thing but we have to make progress and yeah it starts with the individual i think that's a good point nolan yeah um so yeah i think it's great that we're bringing that up Uh, moving on into the rest of the news here sack has signed two new players um a fullback they just signed from New York City FC by the name of Chris Gloucester. Um, he is on a short-term loan, so most likely will not last the season. I don't know what that means. I should clarify that with yes. the Republic, but it sounds like he won't be here the whole yeah. season. Yeah, well, I mean, typically in like European soccer, you have short-term loans that last from August till or July till January window or January window till June. So those are usually your short-term loans. I don't really know exactly what it means for this league and for yeah. this format, but short-term loan. He's a fullback. He's a left-back. Um, has played some with the U17s and U20 uh, youth national teams. Um, tried his hand in European soccer. Did a little time in the academies with Hanover. P. Somebody else. The Eredivisie in the Netherlands. Yeah, I think it was second player. division reserve yeah. team um didn't really pan out came back new york city fc he's 20 i believe Oof. he's young yeah. um and so he'll he'll get minutes um and and i mean we just talked about shana gomez so um most likely you'll see him maybe in in, in when he's kind of out when shana gomez is on international duty uh we will see but definitely like a good player oh yeah um and mls experience also a center back has been signed, Nabi Kibunguchi. Yes. A center back on loan for the season from Minnesota United. He was the 18th pick in uh, the Super Draft last year. 2021. This year. Yeah. Um, he's a UC Davis grad. He's a former SAC Academy guy. Um, yeah, it, it, good to see him here. Uh, kind of a native and uh, an, another MLS loanee. So... Um, and it's good because we need depth in that center back rotation. Right. Um, I mean, if you treat Andrew Wheeler Aminu as a center back now, we have four center backs on this roster, yeah. you know? So uh, Kibun Gucci five. adds five. Uh, yeah, which is good. All right. So finally ending the news, little Pacific Division roundup for you from this weekend. It has happened. What? Finally. After a month of soccer. 
San Diego has won a game. Wait, what? Is that a joke, Zach? No, it is not, oh. sir. They they finally beat, you know, the the you know, the always dependable, yeah. <laughs> always championship worthy Las Vegas Lights. Yeah. <laughs> um beat them after losing to them in the first half. Yeah. Um Yeah, they went down 1-0. Yeah, like, they did. Props to them for fighting back. But, but they still. fought back yeah. and beat, you know, a One damn game. good Las Vegas team. <laughs> um, um, but still, a, a win nonetheless. Yeah. San Diego finally put some points up on their division sheet. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas also beat Orange County in a 4-3 thriller. Oh, Los Angeles. What did I say? Oh, uh, Las Vegas. Oh, my bad. Los Angeles. Los Dos yes. beat OC in a 4-3 game. Nolan, you saw the highlights of that, didn't you? Well, I pieced the highlights together from yeah, they had clips some, on Twitter. They had some technical difficulties. Yeah, because I think it was the same. There was another. I think the San Diego game was also like they had TV oh, really? broadcast issues. Huh. I just saw something on Twitter that said that, and then I couldn't find the OC highlights. Sorry, this is way too much information. Yeah, <laughs> how I found the highlights, but I watched a couple things, a couple goals uh, on Twitter. Like one of the Orange County goals was like you know those crosses that end up going in as a goal yes like yeah, i think yeah, kevin yeah. de bruyne has scored one actually in the champions league it's like PSG. was meant to be a cross but makes it on frame and the goal is playing it yeah. like a cross and just, just like uh, oh, what exactly. happened yeah so that happened that was kind of inter- entertaining uh the russian from rocky four scored yes yes uh, the big Markinen, man marking in yes um six six massive man uh you know he was in the right place at the right time the ball just kind of fell to him in the in the box he was at the penalty spot and mm-hmm. slotted home so he's clinical uh maybe sacramento should look into him <laughs> i'm just kidding oh man i don't want to like you know throw the ba- throw the baby out with the bathwater. yeah or i don't just, know if that works here but it doesn't work here but i don't want to like uh sound the alarms too soon yeah thank you zach yes uh, yeah but that's not we'll get into that yeah we will well so 4-3 win for las vegas seven goals between those two teams that's a lot of goals for them yeah. um sack obviously got beaten by uh, Phoenix Rising. We will talk about that. And finally, Tacoma had a game postponed against Austin Bold. Due to inclement weather. Which is interesting. I don't know what kind of weather that was. I didn't care enough to read about it. But yep. now there's going to be Mac fixture congestion <laughs> for those two teams. So yep. sorry, guys. That and sucks. it wasn't even COVID. Yeah. So. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with that. And uh, that's the news. That is the news, Zach. Let's move into this review of do it. Sacramento's game against Phoenix. Uh, just a quick recap of what went down on Saturday night. Sacramento went into the half, nil-nil. Sacramento came out of the half and then conceded a goal in the 62nd minute, the only goal of the game, to Santi Moore. Sacramento loses 1-0. We'll talk a little bit more about the goal as we get into it. Uh, the lineup for Sacramento. So, the fullbacks, the usual cast, Shannon Gomez, Duke Lacroix. The centerbacks, same as we've seen, Andrew wheeler Amenu, Dan Casey, and Mitchell Tainer. Uh, like we predicted, Zach, on the, sh- the preview, both Fatai Lache and Luis Felipe... That was, I midfield. think that was your call. It was my call. Thank that was you. good Thank, job. Thanks for giving me the props, Zach. You're welcome. <laughs> because I said, like, they're going to have to play two defensive midfielders yeah. to deal with this yep. 
you know, Phoenix attack. And we also said Hayden Sargis could start, and then they went and signed a center back. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> one focus for, on the positives. One for two, baby. <laughs> yeah. One for two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those two started together with Pete Penninen. Yeah. And then Derek Formella and Carlton Belmar started up top, um, which is a combination we've not seen yet, uh, at least since starting the game for Sacramento this season. Uh, and then starting for Phoenix, just in case, uh, the only one we said that wouldn't start that did they switched out a center back from who we said would start everyone else was the same so santi moore rufat dadashav solomon asante aiden quinn <laughs> kevon lambert yeah boo uh Piquero, the flood guy the fullback who we yeah we don't know about but it, it actually was pretty good yeah musa adawole who yep. was the toby adawole who was the guy that the center back they switched out uh I believe they just signed him this year. Darnell King, did they? Okay. I think so. I feel like I said that in my review. Okay. And then yes, they did. That is true. Benjamin Lunt starting it. Benjamin Lunt. Goalkeeper, which I don't even know if we said what goalkeeper would start. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't He's know. all right. He didn't really have a job to do. Nope, he didn't because anyway. we couldn't finish our chances. Yes. Um. So that was the lineup. Some talking points. Uh. Let's start with the goal because we had yeah. some good talk about yeah, this yeah, right yeah. when we hit record, Zach. It's, you want me to go into it? Take it away. So, 62nd minute. um, We are, as a team, pressing Phoenix Rising, and they're able... In their defensive third. In their their high defensive third. um, Almost, yeah, almost... Middle third? What do they call the middle third? Just, I don't know, middle of the pitch? Middle of the pitch. I think that's kind of, you're kind of like final third, you know, defensive first... Well, there, there's like the the defensive third. Defensive. Did I say first? Yeah, I said first. Yeah, yeah. Defensive third. Fine. Uh, Let's call it the I, middle third. What am I saying? <laughs> Let's call it the. There's three parts of the. Field. There's three parts of the field. There's the defensive third. There's the middle third and the attacking third. Yeah. And Phoenix were I over in the middle. This. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They were they were a high defensive third. Yeah. Um, and we pressed as a team. So you see the forwards pressing, and you yeah. see Fatayalashe come in and press, and that's kind of I think what Briggs wants to happen. He's he's willing to kind of risk. Oh, there's a little bit of a gap in the midfield. Well, I'm okay. I'm gonna risk that so that we can press, so that we can hopefully get a turnover mm-hmm. and spring on a counter. So they are able to get a pass off, and Fatai is caught pressing. He's caught pretty far back. And good old Aiden Quinn, very savvy veteran, goes, yeah, I'm going to take that 30 yards of free space that you just gave me and just jumps up the field, quick one-two pass, springs him through the field, makes a run, and gets the ball to Solomon Asante. He he shoots. He shoots it, is saved by Thomas Gomez. Which I have something to say about that, but we'll get... Okay, I'll just go through it all. Yeah. It's saved by Thomas Gomez, goes in the corner. Ducal Claw seems to do a pretty good job of kind of rubbing Solomon Asante off the ball, but Solomon Asante is still able to recover, get back, throw a ball into the middle of the 18, yeah. right, pretty much right on top of the, the, the six-yard box. And not Aiden Quinn, who? Santi Moore. Um, Santi Moore fits it through um, Dan Casey's legs, and they score yeah. and go up one nothing in that 62-minute. Nolan, thoughts on any part of that goal? Two things. First, okay. this was we were so I was at the game. You and Scott were at home, yeah. And like this was against the run of play. Like Sacramento were the better looking team. 
Like Phoenix looked uncomfortable. They did not want to be in Sacramento. That Especially night. that first half. Yeah. Like they, they like, I was sitting there watching them. Like, is that the Santi Moore? Who's like amazing. Is that Rufat Dadashov? Like this incredible striker. I, is that, you know, Kavon Lambert? Like he's dropping in as a third, as a fourth center back. Like they, they just looked scared and Sacramento wasn't finishing their chances. And we'll talk about that later, but um, they weren't, that dangerous like they didn't look that organized they were chaotic at times and so this kind of comes against the run of play um and then second tomas gomez i don't know where i heard this and this might be like totally bad goalkeeper anal- like analysis but if i've heard if you get two hands on a ball it should stay in your hands like it should not he got two hands on yeah you it was a diving save so grant given that like it was a good save it was a good save. But, like, it, I don't know. It, if you can't, you got to. And it's to the side. It's, he deflected it to the side, but, like, Solomon Asante's there. Like, you tr- got to. I don't know what was. I, was I don't know. Say, that's a tough grab. That's I think. a tough grab, but I'm, I'm saying, like, okay, we have Rafa Diaz and another amazing goalkeeper just Does itching, itching to start. Yeah, okay. Like, and then a couple other times I saw the center backs getting pressed really um aggressively and like one moment in particular mitchell tanner was uh on the touchline and was looking at tomas gomez like hey he, and he was being pressed by solomon asante <clears throat> and he's like he like looks at tomas gomez like hey i want to pass you this ball and it, tomas gomez like picks up his finger and like waves him down like do not pass to me so like he didn't want the ball, but but Tanner didn't have an option. So then Tanner had to go and try to do something, do his guy around the touchline, and it goes out on Tanner, and and Phoenix get a throw in. So like little stuff like that, I, like I don't know, little stuff like that might be a reason to say we're giving Rafa a chance when he, especially if he impresses for the DR, like he's gonna get playing time. Yeah, like maybe stuff like that goes against Tomas Gomez's favor. Hmm. Just an idea. One, we have such a congested schedule coming yeah. up. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I think, it. yeah, we have a congested schedule, and Rafa will be gone. So, if anything, I think we get into the later part of June and July, and yeah. we're definitely going to see Rafa playing games. He's yeah. going to have chances to yeah. prove himself. It might be hypercritical. I think, it, I think it probably is hypercritical. It's only one goal. I, I mean, yeah... I, but the, you know, the thing about the like distribution thing, like the distribution kinda, thing, you need to be an but, option. But Thomas Gomez, I still think, is a better goalie in distribution than Rafa is. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a good point. It's a good point to bring up. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the goal. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So this goal is it's a tough one because it's, you know, I think what Coach Mark Briggs is saying, and this is something I talked with Scott about. So yeah. I'll give Scott the credit on this. Um, he had brought up. You know, I think what Briggs wants is to press, and he's okay, you know, risking, hey, let's let's have a midfielder press and try and give up a turnover. And if he leaves space and that one in 25 chance, you know, happens that they get through the press and they're actually able to pass through the press and actually spring somebody through the press and then actually get through the back line and actually get a shot and score, like, I think Mark Briggs is okay taking that risk and being like, no, I'll take that like that small risk in that one in 25 chance and we're going to press. And so that's what happens in this goal. Um, Fatai gets up in the press and 
and they get the pass off. And and Aiden Quinn is is a smart midfielder, and he sees it, and he springs, and he he's got a bunch of space. So, yeah, it's it's a tough one because it's like, you know, and I think we could probably go into the chances now. I think this is probably a good time to kind of yeah. go into the missed chances. Like it's tough because it's like we we lose this game one nothing. So it's in that sense, it's like that's why we're talking about it. Yeah, you know, because it's like that's the only goal that was scored. So we're going to talk about it. But if we score a couple goals, we can win this game two one. Like we're not really talking about it No, you know? And, and, and if you walk away with this, a two one win against Phoenix, yeah, that's a huge, that's like, that's massive, you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of understand the pressing and, and get, you know, kind of risking, so what you're risking sa- that. What you're saying, Zach is like, this is a goal. Sacramento is bound to concede every once in a while. Given the way they play every yeah. once in a while. But the flip side is playing that way allows them to actually score goals. Which get chances. Get net positive results because you win games. Yes. Yeah. If you can finish. Yeah. Which we can't. Yeah. And I think that's a good point because Shannon Gomez was still really high. And he didn't. Mm, yeah. He wasn't able to get back to cover Santi more. But like when you're pressing, you want to leave options high so yeah. if you do get the ball then you have people to play off into into and off of instead of you know everyone's dropped deep and then you have to hold the ball up once you've gotten it and wait for everyone to, mm-hmm. to get high again um and and, yeah. a, and a three back system is more forgiving for a wing back than a fullback in right. defense yeah i still agree with you but yeah so yeah i, I just but don't seeing, think now I'm talking through that with you i'm seeing why shannon gomez may not be really even expected to be in the picture defending that counterattack. That's I don't think his primary yeah. objective. Yeah. He you was know? supposed to stay be that high. Which I think is also another problem is like in order to create chances, it has to roll through the fullbacks. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I, I think that's what we've seen so far just because teams have really clogged the middle for us. Yeah. And then honestly Orange County Orange County clogged the middle and cut off our Wingbacks yeah. did a great job of doing both. Yeah, and they just stayed in such a low block and just held a one nothing victory, yeah. and that's what Phoenix did this game too, which yeah. is uncharacteristic of Phoenix. So Zach, let me just—we're dancing around it. So let's yeah, get, let's yeah, get yeah, to yeah. it. Like the biggest thing for Sacramento, the biggest takeaway, the biggest criticism is Sacramento just could not finish their chances. Like no, Mark Briggs, Duke Qua, and Shannon Gomes were in the post-match press conference. All of them said the same thing. And there really was nothing else to add because defensively they were okay. They gave up the one goal. Like you said, these are the kinds of goals you're going to give up. Yeah. That's kind of the one you expect to give up. Yeah. But they couldn't score. And I, you only gave up one goal against Phoenix. That's a success yeah, on defense. Yeah, like huge success. Um, and so the only other people that have held into one goal is, is Tampa Bay, the best team mm-hmm. in the league. So the problem is scoring. Zach. Yeah. Who are some players who might be responsible for this? What are some things that are contributing to Sacramento's lack of finishing? Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? I, I'll say something and I want you to say what, you know, what you talked about earlier, just with the mentality. Yeah. I'll give that to you. So I think first is like, it's just tough when you look at the personnel. So back line is killer. We have a great back line. Midfield has done really well. Yeah. Our fullbacks look really good the personnel up top are slow and they don't always make the best decisions. Yeah. Cam 
is not struggling like he did last year. No. But he's still not the best at holding up the ball and distributing it yeah. and making the best decisions. So, uh, I mean, you can't rely on Belmar to do that. I, Belmar is like, Belmar is not going to win every header. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is he strong? Yes. Is he, can he he's hold the slow. ball up? Yeah, but he's like the fastest person on this team. Yeah. Like as far as forwards. Yeah. Really on this team. Yeah. Like other than fullbacks, you know? Like it's just I think it's just tough up top. It's like who there's nobody there that's like, oh, that's our goal scorer. Yeah. You know? And it's always been Cam. And it Cam is he's not what he used to be. I think he's definitely better than last year. Yeah. But he was so bad last year. I mean, he got benched last year. He's, he's lucky to be back this year. And he's gotten benched this year. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. It's just tough up top. It's, it's like Formella has got... He's he's a little twitchy. Um, he can kind of take you on one-on-one, make a good move. Um, if he's got a good look, he has to have a really good look yeah. or a really good ball, he can put it away. Yeah. But he's not somebody who's going to streak by and like score a goal. Like He's just not that guy. Belmar's not a goal scorer. He's a hold-up guy. Yeah, I mean, then there's Tucker Bone. Tucker Bone was the most dangerous looking forward on the field that night. So, I don't know. I mean, Tucker, and he had a good, you know, I mean, he's played well so far. Yeah. So, I guess maybe you give Tucker Bone a look. Yeah. I think. I think going forward to who we might see starting on against Oakland, I think you start Cameron Owasa and Tucker Bone together. Yeah, that's interesting. KB's not going to be there. Yeah. And even if he was, I'm not sure he starts. Maybe he does with Cam. Maybe I'd like to see KB and Tucker Bone. Honestly. Yeah, that'd be an interesting combo. But, uh, anyway, I, w- I would say Awasa and yeah. Tucker Bone start and Derek Lamella sits to start. Yeah, well, and I'll say this about the chances too, and then I'll let you go into yeah. you know what you're going to say. So um, even Duke Lacroix had an, an, an A-plus chance in the first half. Yeah. Um and couldn't put it away. Derek Formella had an A plus chance that got deflected. Yeah, but it got deflected to Duke. Duke couldn't put it away. Pete had one late in the game. Um, I mean, there was. I feel like I'm forgetting one other one. There was chances in this Carlton game. Carlton Belmar had one. There's chances in this game, and we're not able to put them away again. Yeah. We can't finish, and it came up in post match press conferences. Yeah, why do you think that is? So I was talking with you a little bit about this, Zach, but we hear this spoken about certain players uh, who consistently miss chances that they start getting in their own head. And I'm worried that Sacramento is, the the forwards are getting to that point. Like even you referenced that late chance by Pete Pennon and he was one-on-one with the keeper and slotted wide of the post. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what, like, that in and of itself isn't terrible, but then he's standing there in the 18, the ball's loose, and he just stops running, puts his head in his hands, and like, and like, it's like, oh, like that half second, just pause and taking your mind out of the game and not being aware of what's going on because he's like, I just missed, I just missed it. We can't score. Like, you know, that look of like, again, like our luck, is it really this bad? And yeah. then immediately Fatayalashe gets possession back. And then if Pete is paying attention and not like ruining his missed chance, he might be an option for, for, for Luis Felipe to pass back into and give Pete another chance 
at scoring. Yeah. But Pete's not available because he's like crying about his missed opportunity. And then Fatai like does nothing with the ball or Fatai, uh, Felipe, Luis Felipe does nothing with the yeah. ball. So it's like, I'm worried that it's going to get to a point where the forwards overthink it. And that's like, not what you want to do. No. Um, and so, yeah, it's a mentality thing. Yeah. And so this is just going to be a real test of those mm-hmm. players. Yeah. And this is a veteran team. Yeah. These are the type of, like Carlton Belmar is 28th. Yeah. Like he's played in this league forever like for a long pete, time pete is 30 yeah like these are these are veteran players yeah you shouldn't be you have to keep your composure yeah. especially against a team like phoenix um i don't know if there's much more to say about yeah. this game i mean it's a one nothing loss yeah it, i mean to be fair phoenix are the type of team that will score on you and their best defense is their offense i mean they'll score four goals on you yeah um and they're okay with it you know if they in this game scored one goal and were like, yeah, we're going to sit back now and just sit in a low block and not let them score on us. Cause yeah. we're scared. Like that's kind of how they played. Yeah. So we weren't able to break that block and we lose the game. Um, Sucks. well, yeah, let's move on. So one thing that the yeah. players in the post-match conference were optimistic about were, was their chance to redeem themselves on Wednesday against Oakland Again at Heart Health Park. I'm sure we've said Papa Murphy's Park at some point. Yeah, the show. I don't know. I'm gonna it, say it all this season. It, I'm yeah. gonna say it for the entire season. Yeah. And then right as I get it next year, <laughs> they'll change it to like yeah. something, you know, KFC Park or something. You know, Plato <laughs> Plato Park. Yeah. You know, like yeah. And then I'm gonna be calling it something else. Yeah. Heart Health Park, Wednesday night, June second, Oakland Roots. Uh-huh. This is gonna be fun. Hey, here's Oakland your rivalry. Fun. Dude, I I, I uh, read this article on the USL page, um, and they said like top ten rivalries, and they put Sacramento and Oakland as nine, and I was like, we nah, haven't dude. even played a game yet. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's a great rivalry. It's like two, not two teams, yeah, geographically close to each other, with like good fan bases. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be. I just yeah, I'm gonna keep saying fun because it's that yeah it will be it will be fun Um, and hopefully we'll we'll finally be able to finish some chances yeah played played against them really well in a preseason game yeah we can now talk about that because yeah it's season it was a closed friendly yeah um but they posted on their instagram did they we won five nothing yeah crushed them yeah killed them but then they fired their coach (laughs) they fired their coach and they seem to be getting better which is a little scary so they beat uh los dos three to two three to two battled back from being down twice they went one nil down equalized two one down equalized then scored a stoppage time winner wow yeah so it's a good game zach did you know tyler blackwood plays for the Oakland I, roots so i i said this a little while back i was like yeah i put it in our group chat like did we know tyler blackwood was on the oakland roots and i, didn't I think scott was like yes we did and i was like i don't yeah. think I did. <laughs> Scott, you were trying to play off. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. I know. knew that for sure. Yeah, I'm Scott and I knew that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm the USL God. And... and I knew that. I sensed it in yeah. the ether. And um, yeah, for no, the, Tyler Blackwood, starting striker. Don't know, Zach, you want to give him a crash course on Tyler Blackwood? Tyler Blackwood is uh, he's a soccer player. Oh. He's a he's a children's book writer. He is that. Um, it's he, not a joke. He is an Englishman. Um, he is. A, he is a. These are all facts. These are he, not. He's lies. a. He's a strikingly handsome very individual. Handsome man. Yeah. Uh, very good tan. Yeah. <laughs> he he had somewhat success, somewhat disappointing two stints, I believe, 
in um, Old Glory Red. Yeah. He then went to St. Louis. St. Louis and just went off and yeah. had like a bunch of goals at the end of the season. It was a bit of a Thomas N. of Olsen kind of like, yeah. you know, stretch for, I don't know, 2019, I want to say. Um, and yeah. so now he is with the Oakland Roots. He's he's good when he's good. Yeah, He's just streaky. Um, he's a little older now. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, well, speaking of speed... Man's fast. The man is the man yeah. is pretty fast, and and uh, or he was two years ago. <laughs> I don't know what he. Looks I don't like know. Now. I think he's probably still fast. Yeah, and he he writes a mean children's book, dude. Like he does. I've not read it, but it's something <laughs> about like elephants or something. Like I want to look it up so bad, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's, there's no point. No. Um, but yeah, a good football player hasn't scored yet. They've only played two games though. It was a loss to Phoenix and a three-two win against Los Dos. Yeah. Um, like. So I watched the highlight. Like I'm not going to pretend like I've done a deep tactical dive into the roots. Into Oakland, yeah. I watched the highlights of their game against the LA Galaxy too. The first and third goals were kind of wonder goals. Like they weren't flukes, but they were just chances that 99% of the time don't go in. So I don't expect them to be quite as high scoring or you know uh, attacking as that result would indicate. Mm-hmm. But then again, they fired their coach. They have a new coach. They are a new team and are, uh, as time goes by, getting going to become more solid and and uh, better composed um, tactically. And so, you know, maybe they're in a good moment and Sacramento could face a pretty stiff challenge on um, on Wednesday. So don't expect this to be like a 6 nothing thrashing. Like, this is going to be a good game. And Oakland, what scares me about Oakland is they have something to prove. Like, and we don't know what they are. I mean, just yeah, this is such a small sample size. It is. It is a small sample size. So let's see what happens. But just the mentality of the players, like watching the highlights, they look like they, like that's right. This is this is who we are, kind of thing. When they were, yeah. especially when they came, when they scored the goal in stoppage time, it seemed to be. Yeah, they got nothing to lose right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's happening on Wednesday. Uh huh. We'll be there at Papa Murphy's Park reporting live. Reporting live. Well, You'll not, be there, to right? li- not to you. Yes, I will. I won't be there. We don't know about Scott well, yet. Scott may be there, yes. Yeah. Um, we will see as he is in you know peak season yes. for his job. Um, but I will be at the game on Saturday. Great transition, Nolan. Thank we you. are playing Orange County June 5th on Saturday. Orange County, uh, three games, two losses, uh, one to Tacoma, one to L.A., and a win against SAC. Oof. They played well against us. Honestly, I yeah. think they played better against us than Phoenix did, to be completely yeah. honest yeah. with you. Yeah, I was more scared of Orange County yeah. than Phoenix. Um, They conceded three goals against LA in 40 minutes, though. On Saturday. And Adam John out for the year. And on top of that, Thomas and Volson mm. out as well. Not sure how long. We don't, I mean, it could be just a cautious thing. They subbed him off in the 25th minute against the LA yeah. Galaxy too, but never a good sign though. Not a good sign, especially for a player of his, yeah, his uh, progression in life. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, we don't know what that's going to look like, but I don't know if he starts on Wednesday. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. I mean, best believe big old Russian guy, Markinen will be starting up top. Euro Markinen. Euro Markinen. He scored a goal. That was one of the ones I found on Twitter. It was a good goal. Like, I mean, he was just in the right place at the right time. Ball fell to him. But he's so big. He's like, if he's in the right place at the right time, like, that's going to be scary. Oh, yeah. um, Two big games coming up this week. Uh, It is going to be a vastly different tone Mm. 
if we win these two games or if we lose these two games. Yeah. I hope we win them. I hope we don't lose. It just yeah. It just sucks sitting here talking about losses. It, I have not to come here on Monday and talk about losses, especially when we don't score so goals. So I was just going to say that. I feel like this is what we've been talking about for a year. Like this is what we've been talking about. Let's sit no, down. No, this explain. is what we've been talking about for five years. Yeah, let's sit down and explain how Sacramento couldn't score goals. Like that. Let's talk about how we in this game, uh, new thing we're doing, not being able to finish chances. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay, but one thing, some things we're not talking about: conceding goals in five minutes. True. Uh, not doing know, that defensively. A very defensively, one goal against with Phoenix. Yep. One big time. That's a big success. Yeah. Both big successes. So we have three goals given up in four games. Yeah. However, we have four goals scored in four games. So just got to finish chances, guys. I Come just on. Goals. Just just don't be scared. Have a CBD gummy before you start. <laughs> like, just be relaxed. Chill out. Chill out. The fans are behind you. Yeah. Don't get in your head when you miss a chance. Just yeah. get back up. Brush it off. Put it back on frame. Yeah. Uh, and just just give us something to cheer for tear oakland apart yes but in please. the nicest way because we kind of like it's like the friendliest rivalry i think we're gonna have that's because we haven't played them yet so you're gonna say that but and I, then but i don't want to stuff's hate gonna go like, down i don't i don't i don't want to like i want to like be singing arm in arm with oakland roots fans like i don't feel that way about phoenix fans like no i don't like you definitely not did you feel that way about reno i didn't care because it didn't matter like reno was a two team for San Jose. Yeah, I guess so. And like they were four hours away. And it never felt like a huge rivalry. No, like it wasn't. No. It was not a rivalry. LA, LA Galaxy 2 for a while felt like a rivalry because yeah. we'd played them in big games. But then we started getting beat by them and then it was like, eh, this isn't a rivalry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, and also just COVID just kind of, yeah. I don't know, it's just hard. You know, I feel like we're restarting Sucked everything. Anyway, two games this week. Looking forward to them. Anything else to add, Nolan? Zach, I think that's it. Hopefully we hit... Oh boy. Oh boy. This all goes well. Nolan. Oh. Dear listener, if you're listening, things went well. Yes. But with that. Give us a shout out on our our social media pages (laughs) at 916Republic. Let us know that you watch till the end. Comment, DM us. Yes. Like our pictures. Like our tweets. Do it. Share Share, our tweets. Share with a friend. Retweet them. Yeah. I'm sweating now. All right. All right. As always, glory, 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 Sacramento. Sacramento. Please, Lord, please.